Welcome to Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent, day 63. Um, I'm going to make an investment. It's not in cryptocurrency. I'm going to make an investment because I think you could have a better oral. Aural? A-U-R-A-L. Sounds like a cat, doesn't it? Aural? <laughs> a better aural experience. Uh, I was given $50 in Amazon vouchers uh, by Acast, who... Um, run the podcasting platform that I use because I did some research for them. And um, I'm going to spend that $50 voucher on something that makes the sound better. So some kind of soundproofing thing, pop, filter, something to go around the mic. Um, so listen out for that. We'll see what difference it makes. Uh, let's talk today about living in a village um, because I've been going through all my memory stuff and thinking about where I grew up. And at the moment, my daughter is complaining bitterly, frequently, about the fact that we chose to live in a terrible place, which is very boring, and where nothing ever happens. I mean, she doesn't know she's born, frankly. So I thought I'd share with you something that is in Reasons to be Cheerful. Part one, don't buy it. I've made a decision. I think episode 100, I'm going to do a giveaway. So don't buy it, because I've got a few copies of the book here. Uh, for those of you who don't know where here is, I'm in my house. Um, I've got a few copies of the book and I will do a giveaway on episode 100. So this is a piece called Down in the Country. At the countryside, peace and quiet, piping slippers, an absence of streetlights and a sky full of stars, idyllic and boring as hell by turns. Or is it? I grew up in Basingstoke, a town that gets a very bad rap but actually has some very nice countryside on its doorstep, although I think that the farm I used to trespass on as a child and get told off for grabbing the electric fence with my friends. We'd make a chain, one of us would grab the fence, see how far the current travelled. Um, uh, I think that's going to have like a billion houses built on it, which is a real shame. Um, so walks to the farm were commonplace, as was being told off by the farm manager. From Basingstoke to Reading for a 10-year feast of pubs, clubs, restaurants and shopping. Happy days. But there came the point when the paper-thin walls of our Victorian terraced house and spending an hour stuck in traffic to travel eight miles lost its shine. So we departed to a village in the West Berkshire countryside. <laughs> Some people get really precious about that. It's West Berkshire. Christ's sake. It ticks all the boxes you would expect. Horses on the high street, tractors on the school run, sheep and cows coming up to the garden fence and visitors from nearby towns wandering the streets in search of a mobile signal. If you don't have a car, you're at the mercy of six buses a day. And if you're sick, you better make it between the hours of nine and 12 if you want to be seen at the local surgery. I think it's just there for show. I don't think it's a real fully functioning surgery. I don't know. People pick up prescriptions from there. You can't get an appointment. It's a facade. So some very unpredictable things have happened here, actually. So much as it is a predictably rural place, some unpredictable things have happened. Things like the bike ride where we encountered a full-blown rave happening in an underpass. So yeah, me and my husband went on a bike ride early one morning before we had kids. And we got to an uh, underpass that goes under the a34 and there was an actual rave still going 
people with helium balloons, um, they parted to let us through. I thought, that's pretty cool. Uh, the pig running purposely up the road en route to who knows where, but certainly escaping being turned into chops. You see, when that little pig was running away, I bet no one went, oh my god, there's a pig, it's escaped, it might die of starvation. They're probably running after it with a knife and fork, going, oh my god, there's a pig, somebody get me bacon. The missing llama poster that appeared in our shop window. The Naked Rambler. So there is a real person called the Naked Rambler, known as the Naked Rambler. Um, he's not allowed to nakedly ramble, apparently. I think he has been um, arrested a couple of times, but he carries on a rambling with nothing but a modesty screen. But he wasn't quick enough <laughs> to escape a friend's husband from seeing his rambling buttocks winking in the sun. A house that keeps a flock of rears in its garden, um, which look like ostriches, but people get really vexed if you get it wrong. It's not an ostrich, it's a rear. So there you are, now you know. The weather being something of real interest rather than something that just happens outside. Snow closes the village off, torrential rain brings a dry river back to life and sends shoals of monster energy drinks cans through the village. It also threw our trampoline across the garden with a gusto of fast bowler. Discovering the best way to break into your house after locking yourself out is with the help of a heavily pregnant woman and a 12-foot ladder. Bumping into people we last saw in the mosh pit at the Reading Festival at a scout meeting. That happened. Being told that a pub in a nearby village was to be avoided due to the feistiness of the local jockeys and stable hands. <laughs> there was one we went to where they had coat hooks set at a much lower than average level. And it wasn't because they were a family-friendly pub. It was for the stable hands and me and my friend Angela <laughs> used to have a thing about jockeys not especially wanting to date them but just I think she had a thing about Frankie de Tory so we sort of used to make it our mission when we were like 17 going to nightclubs to spot the jockey so um <laughs> this was written when we'd been in the village for eight years and uh I was looking forward to seeing what would come next and there have been lots of intriguing things that have happened that you might not expect to happen in a village environment. Um, I might have a little think about what I would choose to share with you, but we've had, I've put on two comedy and curry nights and an indie disco, an indie disco, but what's perhaps slightly more novel and interesting is that there was an Elvis tribute night with three Elvis impersonators and a massive fight broke out and the, one of the Elvises, Elvi, um, had to intervene to try and stop the fighting. So there you are. It's not all boring down in the country. Uh, what do I wish for you for today? I wish if you need a doctor's appointment, you can flip him well get one. And your local surgery isn't just some kind of mirage. And that you have something that happens that tickles you or makes you laugh. That's enough for today. I will be back with you tomorrow. If you're enjoying the podcast, please give it a share.